Tonight, playoffs, round three, game three, Celtics, heat. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in LA. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Well, we've played hard the whole year. We're going to be positive every day. You're the people being negative. You're in some of the fans. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. What we are is young, exciting, hardworking, and going to improve. People don't realize that. And as soon as they realize that those three guys are not coming through that door, the better this town will be for all of us. Because they're young guys in that room playing their asses off. I wish we had 90 million under the salary cap. Wish we could buy the world. We can't. The only way we can do is work hard. And all this negativity that's in this town sucks. The only thing going to turn this around is being upbeat and positive like we are in that locker room. So if you think that we're not coming to play against the Toronto Raptors, you're mistaken. Only we're not coming to play with Bale, Bird, McHale, and Parrish, or Kuzia Russell. We're coming with young guys who want to get better, want to play the game. And we're going to stay positive all the way through. All right, so we just started the podcast with Rick Pitino's words from 23 years ago, telling everybody to just, you know, relax. You got your guys, and you're going to have to play with them. No one else is going to come in here and play except for the guys on our team. Al, what's going on with you today? Well, you guys aren't going to believe this. Uh, minding my own business this afternoon, phone rings, unknown caller, pick it up, and I hear, hey, Al, it's Jiu-Jitsu Joe. <laughs> he called you personally? He called me personally. I'm like, Joe Missoula, the Celtics coach? <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of the garden party. Um, and especially that Owen kid, I like him a lot. <laughs> but I wanted to correct the record. Uh oh. You know, and he said, you know, while the town is one of his favorite movies, turns out what he really turns to for coaching advice is Apocalypse Now. And I said, well, that's funny because it feels like we're in an apocalypse right now. <laughs> he didn't laugh. Um, <laughs> that's so Joe. Um, but I said, why? Like, why is, why, why is that the movie? He said, he sees himself in it. I said, well, which character? He said, you know, the insane dude who lives in the cave. I said, well, I can kind of see that, to be honest. But he said he didn't have much time um, because the town was about to come on in, on AMC in like five minutes. Sure. But he said, if we want to really understand him and his coaching strategy, we need to look at the quote about horror. And I again, I tried to make another joke. I said, yeah, no, I understand the horror. And he said, no, no, no. You must understand it. I said, okay, Joe Mazzola. And then he hung up. Okay, so here's the quote, and then I'm going to be done. Horror has a face, and I think it looks like Jimmy Butler. And you must make a friend of horror. This is from Joe Mazzola. <laughs> horror and moral terror are your friends. If they are not, then they're your enemies to be feared. Truly enemies. That's the call right there. Wow. Wow. I can't believe he may, he reached out <laughs> to drop those words of knowledge on you. I mean, this is a shock. It's a shock. <laughs> I didn't expect it, but I, I had to share it with the Gordon party. Well, what do you think? So what do you think that means to today's game? I mean, Joe Mazzula speaks in riddles. 
And, you know, I think he's very hard to understand, but I think it means that we have to approach Bam and Jimmy Butler and Eric Sabolstra and not fear them. Got it. Right? And approach them. I mean, it's weird because it kind of goes against everything I believe, but as friends, that's the Joe way. I don't think maybe it doesn't make sense like all those other decisions. But that's what I read into it. Well, let's see. Let's see how this maybe today it's going to go our way and Joe's going to show us the way. He's a real mystery, that Joe Missoula, and there's a lot of people second guessing him right now, but it's not the players. We, we got his back. He got ours. You know, Joe ain't missed no shots tonight. He ain't had no turnovers. You know, I missed shots. I had turnovers. Jalen Brown said similarly. He said it's on me. I think they're just, you know, mixing up when they go man, when it goes on. Um, you know, either trying to guard me with guys that, you know, are obvious guys that you would attack, but they're using the rest of the guys to kind of help and pinch down, making it uh, tough to get to the basket and, and things like that. And also, you know, mixing up their reads in the zone, um, being alert, and we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So either... It's the horror, or JB's got to identify the defense a little bit better. I'm not sure which one's going to work today. So, uh, Owen, how are you feeling about today? You don't look like you're very happy about today. How are you feeling about today? Yeah, I'm not. Um, this is the nightmare scenario for us. But I am thinking, like, if we win today, it's 2-1. It's, that's not that bad. I, we, listen, it, I think if we win today... Let's say we're going to do it because that's what I'm, I'm taking Patino's. I'm taking Patino's positive attitude and I'm saying we're going to win today. Um, then we're down 2-1, which is almost precisely where I thought we would have been had we split at home and then gone down there and maybe they win game one in, in Miami. So if we can if we can walk out of here with a win tonight, I'm not saying, I mean, it's obviously, it's a huge victory. Their backs are against the wall. This is the, this is apparently it's 149 and zero for teams that have gone down 2-0 in uh 3-0. Sorry, when 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 teams go down 3-0, that's right. That was during the So it, it's a it's it's the end of the series if they lose today. Um so look, they got to win this one and I'm in on it. Yeah. Um so uh Al, what was that uh what was the stat we just learned about um when the last time Boston went down 0-2 having lost at home? Well, they came back, right? That's right. Came, so it was 2017. And, and was won two, in six games. <laughs> they came back. They lost. They, they were down 2-0 to Jimmy Butler's Chicago Bulls in 2017. Uh, yeah. it, they were yeah. that Bulls team was an eight seed, and then yeah. the Celtics came back and won four in a row. Jimmy Butler went cold, um, and uh, and then the Celtics moved on. So there is history. And oh, and Al Al Horford was on that Celtics team, and a rookie Jalen Brown was on that Celtics team. And I assume Marcus Smart was on that team too. I guess he must have been, right? He must uh -huh. have been. Uh -huh. um, so it's happened. Uh, there is precedent. There is precedent, and we know that we do like to get a historical reference that we can cling on to. <laughs> but let's uh, let's check out the game. Uh, are you guys ready to watch the game? Let's go. Oh, I'm dreading it, but yes. Big Al, you already put your <laughs> sock shirt on. <laughs> well, Let's go, Red Sox. <laughs> this is such 
It's just an embarrassment. It's been so bad this game. So we're already we're only in the third quarter. We've decided to, or we just the third quarter just ended. We decided to do the pot early. This season's over. This is disgusting. They just came out totally lackluster. Al is outmatched by Bam. He it was was just eaten alive by in his drop coverage. Uh, Gabe Vincent shot as of right now. He's shooting seventy eight percent from the field. And um, Caleb Martin is shooting 60% from the field. They have uh, 33 points by themselves. Um, Can I ask you this question? Please. Do you think if um, the Celtics propose trading Tatum and Brown for Martin and Vincent, Miami would do it? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. They like their undrafted players. Uh, Do you think that if we gave them Tatum and Brown, they'd give us Spolstra? Never. I'll do anything to get Spolstra. That dude's great. Um, it's, it's like I mean, it's just so crazy. We talked about it, but like, we have two All NBA players. They are getting outplayed by any combination of the four bench players who come in from Miami. It. Yeah. I, it's just I've never been so humiliated as a Celtics fan. Yeah. I, no. I can't remember a worse game. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, they all credit to Miami. They're really good, and they and and Spolster's got them playing really well. He's got them playing together, and they are executing incredibly well. They're playing so smart. They've run the exact same Derek White switch on to uh, Jimmy Iso, and yeah. they've scored on every single time they do that play. Yeah, nothing changes for the Celtics. They yeah, just, that, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Tatum and Brown, when I turned off the TV, were yeah. two for twenty. From three, yeah, they're they're one for they're one for fourteen from three for tonight, um, and uh, which is like seven percent from three. And those and Browns, how many air balls? At least two, right? Have you ever seen so many air balls in your life? And they're unforced air balls. These are wide open shots that just air ball. Yeah, I know. Again, yeah. I haven't seen this many air balls since I was coaching Leah in seventh grade. Just the effort, like everything is. There's no intensity. There, like every play jog no one's left both their feet at the same time every single play they run is just a jog yeah the, uh, wow. the heat are applying pressure every time we have the ball al horford is giving bam out like like social distancing basically. He's totally he's giving him he's giving him five feet and then of course just like allowing bam to like make a, a calm cool decision and he makes a great pass or he whatever he does he does he put he put jalen brown in the spin cycle if jalen brown fell down i don't even think he the move had started by the time jalen brown fell down yeah I think we need to go back, Strandos. Yeah. Strandos, having watched this team all season, you, I think we can tell, and we kind of hoped that it wouldn't be true, but they're a flawed team. I mean, yes. they they lost so many games they shouldn't have lost. They played with like just a lack of like cohesiveness and yeah, they they have a lack of pride. That losing that game to Washington, uh, whatever they're called, uh, Generals. Um, <laughs> back in, I mean, they just, they don't have pride. Like you, you're willing to just lose by 20 points to a garbage team. And mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing right now. Zero yeah. pride. They are a talented, talented team. And everyone kept telling them they're the most talented team left in the league. Well, the, what is, how, how's that treating you right now? Not so oh, good. And who, who do you want to get rid of after this? Oh my God. The get rid of caught talk. All right, let's Go start it. Joe Mazzulla. Joe Mazzulla, number one. The only the only town quote that we should be talking about him with is see on this see on the other side, this side of the other. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see you on the other. That's <laughs> right. Definitely see That's you a on great the other. one. He just made zero adjustments the entire like I this game we're losing no matter who's the coach. But like but the, there's just zero adjustments anywhere. We like the heat play they we are a much more talented team than the heat. But the heat play in the way that maximizes the talent of every single person on their roster. We play in a way that minimizes the talent of every single person on our roster. I feel that really feels true. That feels really true. It's embarrassing. This is for your entire season. And uh, and they 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 did not God. seem engaged. Oh, they did not seem engaged. They got absolutely humiliated and embarrassed. And you know, in front of in front of the entire country watching this game, and it's just uh, it's like I am not proud to be a Celtics fan right now. No, Miami looks like the like the like the Celtics like the right. like how the pre- I thought early, the early season Celtics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, like all yeah. you know, just nail the threes, drive and kick and hit threes, and and we, we have literally just gotten beaten at our own game. Like totally, and totally flogged is not beaten is not strong enough. Less than a week ago, Jason Tatum set the record for most points in a game seven of all time. Yeah. And now yeah, he's I mean, just... we talked about all all season. It's good Tatum and bad Tatum, and yeah, Jekyll and Hyde. You, just, you never know which one you're gonna get. And we talked and... about Jekyll and Hyde last season as well, so that's really part of this this team for sure. Mm-hmm. I just was really hoping for some for an evolution, and I yeah, feel like I, we didn't. It's just a, such a squandered opportunity too, because yeah. we had home court advantage. Yep. I mean, we didn't have to go up against Milwaukee. I honestly would have rather go up against Milwaukee. We matched up so well against Milwaukee. We were I feel like we were built, built a little bit. We were built a little bit to go against Milwaukee. They had their one weakness is that they have no wing depth, Milwaukee, and we had a bunch of great paint defenders. Yeah. Even though Al, really, this series does not look like the elite defender that we need against Giannis. Yeah. yeah. And then no, like, he was we'll terrified up against Miami, and they don't, they don't have Tyler Hero. They don't have Victor Oladipo. I mean, I know, it's just so right? crazy that we're like on the verge of getting swept by this team. A team that was the seventh seed and relatively healthy. They missed Butler for a while, but mm-hmm. like Butler yeah. is not the sole reason they're winning this series. These role players, out of no. nowhere, just became. Well, it's 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 a system. Amazing. It's an offensive system that allows. For those shots, and yeah, so Duncan Robinson, Sam, uh, what's his name, Gabe Vincent, and uh, and and Caleb Martin. All... That's nothing. Hauser has not seen a minute in the playoffs. Well, that's also. It's just like I don't understand that at all. Not using any other looks when you have when trouble is a brewing. I don't understand that. Because we really could use shooting the series. Hauser's yeah. a shooter, and we were working He's... with Hauser more often than Pritchard at the end of the season. These are all just—it's just, it's just yeah. confusing. And if these guys are going to hit threes all the time. Like, why don't we do what Volstrey did to us in Game One and just try—you run them off the line. Yeah. Do not let them take three pointers. Totally. So if it means single coverage, fine, fine. Right. But like, right. we're not going to give. I mean, we are literally <laughs> to, uh, like not doing. I mean, if you just listen to Volstra. You know what I mean, and then try to do what he did, and you know, and, and do what he did. Completely. You know what he I mean, the, the differential was something like twenty six points, uh, the three point shot differential. So if we just allowed them to get the twos that they were cutting and driving on, yeah, it would have been a game. Uh, not a game right now. What is it? Is it over yet? Let's see. It still isn't over. No, one twenty three. Oh, it's, it's been over. I mean, it's over, but but they still did. And now, and now, and now, this is actually the worst possible because now they have to go and play a fourth game. I know. Like, what? Who's going to show up in that fourth game? They should have a mercy rule. 
we can, where you can just hit a buzzer at the end of the third game. Yeah, we concede. We concede the fourth game. Okay, we get it. Um, all right. Well, I'm super depressed. It sounds like uh, you guys are super depressed. Uh, is there anything? I mean, there's just really nothing to say about this game, right? I can't believe the Garden Party has had to be subjected to this. They have no respect for the Garden Party. We we deserve better. You guys deserve better. All right. So um, we will reconvene game four uh, in on Tuesday. All right, brothers. Talk to you later. Ah! Oh, by the way, we should. We didn't do this, but we should have Charles Barkley. He picked the Celtics yeah. in every game. I don't think we should be allowed to have games on teams. I am going crazy whenever Charles Barkley does. He doesn't learn. <laughs> he doesn't learn. <laughs>